Welcome to the Sword and Song Podcast. Here, Montana pastors Jonah Barnes, Ted Sutton, and Flynn Ayers discuss issues that build up the church and defend her from the enemies of the faith. That the glorious gospel song will be heard throughout Earth's remotest bounds. Hey, welcome back to Sword and Song. Uh, once again, uh, this is uh, Pastor Flynn with Pastors Jonah Barnes and Ted Sutton. And uh, welcome back, guys. And uh, this is for our uh, our Halloween episode, our short bonus, a bonus Halloween episode. That's right. right? Yeah, I'm excited. Well, I said short. I don't. <laughs> I'm not sure what short is, though. So. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> Relative. Pastors, pastors don't know what that that word means, so. <laughs> So we're supposed no, to have some spooky music for our Halloween episode, but we don't have any spooky music. No, we don't want any copyright laws so. struck against us. So Okay, all right. Well, uh, Jonah is going to be uh, the uh, uh, leading leading the discussion on Halloween for us. So, Jonah, I will turn it over to you. Turn it over to me already. You know, the topic for our discussion today is considering the practice of Halloween as Christians. And uh, good, bad, permissible, is it allowable? What are we going to do with it? So uh, we need some wisdom. Can you, are you guys there? Hey, hey, Jonah, you froze for a minute. So the last oh. you, you didn't you didn't actually say anything. So it, it didn't get well, good. That's perfect. <laughs> it must be the ghost in the machine. That's right. So, so I turned it over to you. And, oh, OK. And then, and then you froze. All right. Hopefully I'm unfrozen. You are. We're just seeking wisdom on Halloween as Christians. Uh, some of the good, some of the bad. What what can Christ, What do we think would be wise for Christians to do concerning this holiday? Uh, perhaps a little discussion of where it came from and what it's all about. And yeah, those are those are the topics. Uh, Flynn, in our last episode, we discussed uh, All Saints Day on November first, and All Hallows Eve. And as we know, even in the hymns we sing, even, E-V-E-N, is shortened for evening. And so All Hallows Even got uh, contracted into all, or got contracted into Halloween. And so that that's where it comes from. Uh, the, the pagan associations, or the assumed, I should say, pagan associations with druidic practices and all that stuff, those, those are just assumptions. Uh, there's actually no concrete historic evidence that the pagans took the festival of Samhain and made it into their own uh, holiday, but rather uh, All Hallows Eve was the day of preparation before All Saints Day. Right, and that that's the historic practice of the church since uh, the year three uh, in the three hundreds, and in the year in the seven hundreds it became uh, October thirty first and November first. That's when it became settled in the liturgical calendar. So that's where it comes from. It has really nothing to do with Druidic pagan practices at all. It's a it's a celebration of the saints at rest with our victorious king. So so that the, and I don't I don't do you guys have any more you want to say about the history of that? Well, I mean, um and maybe this is something that we could put in the show notes as well, but I think two um two good articles, one by uh James Jordan, he wrote uh, a while back on 
um, on Halloween and kind of the origins and, and things like that. And then um, Stephen Wedgworth, um, I think Stephen Wedgworth has actually written a, a couple articles on Halloween um, that are really good. Um, and again, just kind of following Jordan and, and, and others um, have written kind of the, on the origins and, and debunked some of, some of that, um, you know, I don't know if nonsense is the right word, but yeah, nonsense, I guess. Um, nonsense is good. Yep. I like nonsense. <laughs> now, um, one of the things, you know, origins aside, um, that we want to talk about too is, is like you said, uh, Jonah wisdom, uh, because, modern halloween modern um you know things that are that are thrown out with with you know practicing and things like that mm -hmm. um christians really do need to have discernment on whether or not um you know the modern associations that we have with halloween um would be wise for uh christians to partake in and, and things like that um so, you know, outside of, you know, the origins and yeah, I, I fully agree. I think, I think Halloween is a, um, is a Christian holiday. Um, it was always a Christian holiday. Um, now, um, I do know, uh, the covenanter types who, um, who don't like quote unquote holy days or holidays and, and would mm -hmm. reject uh, would reject any kind of liturgical calendar and, and that's that's fine um, we can you know agree to disagree on that and um but i i would you know i would fully agree with everything that you said jonah that that i think the origins of of halloween um were were clearly christian um it was um you know the eve of all saints day um all saints day was was to um basically uh affirm uh the resurrection of the dead affirm affirm that that saints are uh, in the course. presence of the yeah i froze no you're good oh um yeah it, it was to affirm you know uh the the victory over over sin and death that christ uh conquered over and and you know celebrate those the, the martyrs who have gone before us celebrate the the death of the saints um and in in that sense, um, I see no um, I see no problem with Christians uh, wanting to keep that celebration alive. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, that's not what modern Hall Halloween is. That's not what the secularization of of Halloween has become. So, you know how how do we guide um, Christians uh, into thinking through that particular issue? Right. And a lot of Christians, or I don't know if a lot is the right qualifier, but many Christians would see the uh, the abuse of Halloween by the pagan culture as a reason to abandon it. Right. 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 And, uh, and so an, another example uh, would be you know, Thanksgiving. It's not a liturgical church calendar day, right. but on the day of Thanksgiving, you know, you, know, you give thanks to God. Right. And and the pagan culture, our, our unchristian American culture, still celebrates Thanksgiving, but they've divorced it from gratitude to our Heavenly Father. But that doesn't mean Christians abandon Thanksgiving. Right. Um, right. You'd probably be hard-pressed to find Christians who, who abandon Thanksgiving, even though pagans still abuse it. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, um, 
you know, there are Christians there in certain circles that I've run into where they are abandoning uh, Christmas and Easter as well. And, right. and reverting back to the Jewish holidays. So, you know, Just because, because the word Easter is the, the word Easter is, you know, taken from um, the, the, uh, 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 a uh, fertility God, right. It, uh, esoter or ishtar you know it, it relates to that but it became associated with with spring it's just springtime but um but because of that you know in the easter egg and the easter bunny then they go yeah let's just let's just do away with easter altogether so so back up so um <laughs> so we have here we, you know, rabbit trail a little bit we'll do a bonus episode when it comes christmas yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Easter. Well, well, all of our holidays, right? And so here's the here's an overarching view. All of our holidays. This is what I said. I said in the previous podcast. All of our holidays, the antithesis is present: the kingdom mm-hmm. of darkness and the kingdom of heaven. And so, in a culture, what are you you know what are you going to celebrate, and how are you going to celebrate it? Well, the kingdom of darkness has very different ideas than the kingdom of God. Yeah. And so, we already very quickly answered the one question. Um. When you like today, as a Christian today, okay, my goodness, should we celebrate something? Uh, and that question we answered really quickly. I think, yeah, it's a good thing to celebrate. The history of Halloween goes way back to the 300s as a Christian, as a Christian holiday, All Hallows Eve. So, is it a good thing to celebrate? Absolutely. Now, somebody doesn't necessarily have to celebrate it. Where you're not. You know, like you said, the covenanters, you know, if somebody has a more covenant, you know, more of that kind of um, bent, you know, maybe we don't, you know, they decide we're not going to have those kinds of days. But I, for one, think that um, celebrating throughout the year, the life of Christ and the work of God in the church is extremely beneficial Mm -hmm. uh, for the church. Right. And so I would I would say it would be we should not. We shouldn't abandon Halloween because people are practicing it wrongly. Yeah. And so so I think we've answered the one question. Yeah, we should. Let's do it. So now the next question is what you're getting to, Ted. So then how do we celebrate it biblically? Right. And that's a, that can be a little bit more challenging because, um, you know, if we were starting from scratch, we wouldn't we wouldn't, um, you know, incorporate any of the stuff that probably is going on today. We wouldn't even think of it. Mm-hmm. trick-or-treating and candy and dressing up we probably probably wouldn't do those things but since we're not starting from scratch you know uh and, and like jordan's article though actually does address the issue of dressing up right uh, yeah and i think wedgworth's yeah wedgworth's um article does as well and and you can well, maybe we would do that maybe we would still dress up but i, I guess i just want to i would just want to say that you know here we are starting not from scratch we're starting with something that is um, developed in our culture and we have to decide is this a good thing is this something we want to continue Uh, i mean we want to continue it but how do we continue it so what are the practices i guess that's the question for us you know what practices are okay and what aren't okay that's what people want to know right yeah yeah and and really um you know we the good uh presbyterian doctrine of uh the liberty of conscience really needs to come out here um Mm -hmm. Um, and, yeah. but to get back to your, your point about dressing up, um, and Jonah and, and uh, so you that's could one. maybe correct me if I'm wrong. Um, uh, but I think 
I think that the historic practice of dressing up for, for the church was uh, with a spirit of mocking. Um, there was, um, so I think, I think they did dress up um, uh, and maybe dress up in, in ghosts and got in and stuff like that. But it was, it was with a spirit of mocking the spirits, mocking the, the, you know, the principalities and powers, principalities right. and powers. Right. Um, and so obviously you know the the dressing up today has more um you know there there are different ways that from a cultural perspective that um you know you know the devil and 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 stuff like that has has a different cultural connotation than it did back then that you have to consider and you have to think through those those issues um i i, I wouldn't necessarily have any problem with with recovering that that mocking spirit um during during halloween um, because God mocks Psalm two, um, God is in the heavens yeah. laughing and, and mocking against, um, his enemies and right. Christians can recover that, um, recovering that, that spirit of mockery, um, where we look at the, the principalities and powers and we laugh, um, not in a, you know, boastful way, I guess, or, or whatever, whatever we want to say on, on that end, but, but in the sense that Christ is victorious over those enemies and we are victorious over those enemies in Christ. Uh, so we can, uh, we can mock in the same way um, that we do. And, and so I think there is a, a recovery of that practice that I think Christians can do. Um, but um, maybe we're yeah. not there yet. Maybe we're not there yet in doing that because of the mm -hmm. the cultural um, stigmas and 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 things that are very much present right. in our. Right? Well, the mocking aspect. Let me let me speak to that a little bit. I think the mocking aspect is is important, and uh, because some of the practices that pagans do, um, they do so out of fear of death, like you were, and and that you're talking right. about Jordan's book. And so they might dress up as ancestors or hide disfigure their faces. One of the things people did was carve gourds, you know, to try to scare away either spirits or things like that. But it was all in, in, in that's Halloween, but another, like an Easter, the Easter, the, you know, a bunny and an egg are uh, fertility symbols. All of these things were held in great reverence and it was a big deal. It was done out of fear. Right. But a mocking aspect of what we would do today, for instance, would be carving pumpkins. We're not doing it out of fear and we're not we're not doing it because we think that we're scaring away evil spirits and we're having fun with it. Right. Yeah. People do. All, people make all kinds of stuff. Some people make significant art. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like amazed at what they do. I put two little holes in and light a light a candle. But for me, it's always a symbol because of pagan past. It's always a symbol. Hey, you know what? We're not worried about that stuff anymore. <laughs> you know, uh, God, the the Lord Jesus Christ has set us free from the fear of death. Yeah, yeah the fear that, that those spirits spirits are going to some come out somehow come back and and take us. Now, having said that, with dressing up, what do you dress up as? Well. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't be super, super excited. I mean, like we were talking about earlier, these guys dressing up as like Freddy Krueger or like, you know, mass murderers and stuff. It's like, okay, that why would you do that? It's like making a hero. They're dressing up as a hero rather than 
yep. mockery. Right. Um, but we have a lot of kids that dress up. They just want to dress up as you know, firemen, firemen or something. Or, or I'm sorry, what did you say, John? Knights. All the, all the knights. boys in the church want to be yeah. knights. Yeah. yeah, or knights. Exactly. That's awesome. I think that's great. Yep. Yeah, the, the mockery yeah. aspect is great. I, I like the, that take on it on on Halloween and the, especially when our children do it. So um, if our if our theology and understanding of Satan is correct and that he is his his downfall is his pride, right? If we if we're following Milton and Paradise Lost and all that, the his pride is his downfall. Absolutely. There's nothing more humiliating to his pride than children laughing at him. Right. Right. And it's like yeah. Psalm eight. Out of the mouths of uh, babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength to silence your enemies right. and avengers. It's like God chose children to like it was. So just go back to like the the Exodus. The the impetus for God to crush Pharaoh in Egypt was the slaughter of children. So so the children were uh, the impetus for God's salvation and the defeat of his enemies. Right, and that's. God's always used children that way. Jesus was born. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? The salvation right. through a child. Right. Yeah. And now he's given his spirit to our children and they 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 laugh at the prideful. They laugh at the principalities and powers. And uh and I think it's great. And when we do, you know, we we allow our kids to dress up. They don't and I agree I think with Ted's point that our if we if our culture, if the unbelievers on our block if they saw my children dressed up as a demon or the devil, red horns and a red tail and all that, they would not associate that with the mockery. Right. Right. They would probably congratulate my children on being subversive to the church or something. You know what I mean? They, <laughs> they would right. get the wrong impression. Right. So I think I agree with Ted that we might, in our culture right now, we, we're not at that point where I think the the mockery of these principalities and powers is even something that our unbelieving neighbors even think about. Right. Because like what you said, Flynn, they're imbibing a culture of death where they're, and I wonder right. if part of it, we went, my family went to a, you know, the spirit Halloween stores that pop up. Yes. My wife and my kids went into one to go look for a costume for our reformation party, you know, a knight or a lady in waiting or whatever. And it was just full of grotesque and horrific, yes. bloody, mutilated. I mean, it was my wife just ushered the kids out. Like that is not right. Yeah. It's you a, can't it's go a in celebration there. of the wicked in a pagan mind. Absolutely. And, and this time of the year for unbelievers, it's the time where they get they can get away with it. Yes. Yeah. And God says, you know, all who, or wisdom, all who hate me love death. Yeah. And right. And that's where those pagan practices are now taking over when it comes to Halloween. But I really don't see an issue with, you know, if you're if your son dresses up as a knight and your daughter puts on a princess dress and they walk across the street to the neighbor's house and say, trick or treat. And the neighbor gives them each a Tootsie Roll. That's just innocent fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. see anything wrong with that um we have steered our children away from certain houses because of the decorations right you know, yeah they where some of them they want you to walk through a, yeah right exactly yeah, yeah. well and, and and i mean especially if you have little kids i mean it some of the decorations are scary I mean, right like, 
terrifying and yeah. you yeah. your kids come home and they're like crying because you know they just saw a head that looks like i mean it looks like a real head cut off like mm-hmm. length there you know and and yeah. and they have that that imagery just put into their brains uh, of what yeah. that's like and that's, yeah that, i think that i think that's taking it way 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 too far and yeah. and, and just like you said jonah you know it celebrates um uh, death it celebrates this culture of death um that that we've become and yeah i don't i don't think that it's it's a good idea for for christians to to participate in that um yeah but like i i would have no uh, at least i don't theologically have any problem with like a church um that would um you know get together and and their children you know, having, uh, and even their children maybe having costumes that would be, um, you know, uh, in a way that would mock, um, and, uh, and in, in that way, you know, because you know what you're doing, you know, what you're, you're, um, participating in, in that sense. And I, I think mm-hmm. that that would, I think that's, I think that's different than your children de- dressing up as little, you know, Satan's and then, and going off, <laughs> yeah, going yeah. off into the you know the secular you know um, costume party contest or or whatever because right. different connotations that you have with both of those groups, right? Uh, but you know a, a lot of that is just is wisdom and um, and thinking through uh, thinking through those things, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's good. It's engaging the culture too, you know. So we're talking about how do we celebrate? So you know, the current practices, you know, candy, dressing up, um, there's some wisdom there, but there's more that we do. I know both you guys, both your churches do more. And again, we talked about how it's not, it's, 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 it's reformation, all saints day. There, there's a church association with it. So, um, we have those things that we're doing, but what else are you guys doing? Uh, well, and, and so, okay, you, so a lot of, a lot of, um, reformed churches will have reformation day, um, which is fine. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that either. Um, but a lot of your, a lot of people will dress up like John Calvin and, and Martin Luther. And, and that's, I think that's, I think that's great. And actually I think that somewhat captures even the spirit of Halloween, which is to, um, to celebrate the saints yeah. who have died before us. And it's like, yeah. So yeah, dress up, be Augustine, be, be Spurgeon, be right. Like be the saints who, who have gone before us and we're celebrating that they really are, uh, they're alive in Christ right now. They're, they're alive with him. Um, and, and we can have that, that, that feast and celebration and, and laughter and, um, what Ted, what do you guys do? Are you doing um, anything right now? As a, you mean as a family church, or as a church? As a church. Uh, and, we fam- actually, and family. We did last month um, because uh, we have in the past, not, not since I've been here, but we have in the past done Reformation parties. But um, because okay. it's October 31st and we live in Montana, uh, there's no there's no guarantee that it's not going to be snowing and, you know, 25 degrees outside. Right. Um, so we actually did a kind of um, like a, a harvest party, um, a um, fall party last month. Um, yep. And it was absolutely perfect. It was like 75 degrees um, mm-hmm. and it was great. 
Um, and, and we didn't necessarily tie it to um, Reformation Day or, or Halloween. Maybe we'll do that more next year. Um, but it was kind of a fall, you know, harvest, celebration, feasting, things like that. Um, but we, we don't really do anything um, as, as, a, as a family um okay. towards it we we may reconsider that next year um so yeah how about you jonah yeah as a uh I'd back up a minute you know i think if i remember uh james jordan's article one of his principles in celebrations for holidays is uh do not let your pagans do the thinking for you right <laughs> you know so like the the jack-o-lantern you know on the on the mexican day of the dead they they think that the spirit of their ancestors, you know, whoever whoever you want to right. be, apparently, when you light the lant the candle in the pumpkin, their their spirit inhabits the pumpkin, and so they're right. with you, uh, in your home. And not once have my kids ever asked me, uh, "Is Granddad in there?" Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, so we don't let the pagans do our thinking for us, and so we we do as a family. We'll we'll carve jack o' lanterns, and the kids have a lot of fun with it. Um, we give them the option, the little ones, the option, they can either use markers and paint on the pumpkin and the older ones can use a knife or, or they can paint their pumpkin. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Um, and then we give it to the deer, mule deer when it starts to rot, or we go out and shoot them. Guns. <laughs> if we owned guns, I mean, we would shoot them. Um, so we do that. We actually listen to, uh, there's a, a children's album of Halloween music. Uh, you know spooks and ghosts and ghouls and things and it's and it's very joyful and playful and uh my my kids just love to listen to that especially when we're doing the dishes you know <laughs> um uh we watch a few movies we got a couple movies that we have um during this time of the year um we talk we also uh, talk a lot about the reformation and and scripture and hero our heroes of the faith as a church we do Oh, I guess we also go trick or treating. We don't. It doesn't bother my family. We we go out and we. Um, my kids don't get as much candy as I used to, but you know, just. <laughs> uh, we also limit their consumption of candy. <laughs> um, as a church, we have a Reformation party, which is uh, next to Easter. You know, is our Easter's our biggest celebration that we have. If we go all out for Easter. It's a wonderful time. And Reformation Party is probably second place for that. And we dress up. Uh, we do Reformation era costumes. We have costume contests for men, women, boys, and girls. We do pie contests. Uh, not who can eat the most, but pie tasting contests. <laughs> um, the whole menu is uh, German. We have uh, German food, German sausages, lots of sauerkraut. One family in the church makes Luther's lager is what we call it. It's homemade root beer and they put dry ice in it and it, you know, smokes up over the top. The kids love Luther's lager, <laughs> uh, non-alcoholic. That's great. Uh, yeah, we and we rent building because our church is too small for the crowd that comes. And last year we rented we rented this barn down in Boulder and they have a few facilities on the on the land and we rented one of them. And right next door to us was like a a modern Halloween party. Oh and, wow! And there's one building where the bathrooms are. <laughs> so I'm taking my I'm taking my kids to the bathroom, and they're dressed up as squires and knights and peasants and ladies in waiting. And I'm dressed as John Calvin with my black Genevan gown, and I've got a French beret 
type hat that he wore and uh and we're walking to the bathroom and my kids are waiting in line next to a werewolf you know and frankenstein <laughs> and, and, you know freddy krueger or whatever and there's just a dramatic difference and we actually had people from show up to the halloween party and they came into the barn where we were and we dance and we just have a lot of fun there's beer and there's wine and they're walking around like hanging out with all of us <laughs> <laughs> you know these werewolves and it, we just right. welcome them in and you're at the wrong party but come hang out so we well, we actually put on quite a big show the the church before i got here actually this is i don't know how i feel about it yet but we don't do it anymore but they would make a uh a pinata of tetzel <laughs> the guy that luther debated all the time right. and so they would hang Tetzel up from a tree and have the kids beat him with sticks and candy. <laughs> um, we, and, uh, I tell you, man, we have a ton of fun. We we don't hold back. We have a lot of fun with Reformation Day and Halloween. And again, we're not letting the pagans do the thinking for us. We're Christians, and we're going to take the good gifts of God and celebrate them. So, yeah, and and, and yeah, maybe we can um, end on this note because we did want this to be a shorter episode, but. I really think, you know, Jonah, you're you're getting to the heart and spirit of what this is about. It's um, why are we letting pagans be out out, uh, you know, feast us? I don't know if that's a yeah, right, exactly. Uh, why do they get more fun than we do? <laughs> yeah, why are we why are we letting them? And this obviously has implications in all sorts of different things, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, pride. Um, uh, parties and and stuff like that why why are christians not throwing the best parties whenever they can um, exactly and, um, you know christians used to have the mentality of we're going to go into this pagan world and we are going to conquer for christ and christ is going to plunder the goods there and right. take take it all and we're and everything we're going to we're going to you know, to the to the degree that we can, and there's some things that we can't do this with and too, but to the degree that we can, we're going to take it over for Christ and it's going to become ours. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, for goodness sakes, we did that with time. Right. Um, I, I mean, the, the whole concept of time became wrapped around Christ um, before Christ and after his death was was the way that we told time. Um, and this, the way that Christians still should tell time. Um, and yeah, uh, why, why are we letting the pagans have all the fun and have all the joy? Right. Um, we should be doing it. Yeah, and, and Christians have a fear, you know, because the pagans abuse something, that means we can't have it. Right. And we'll just, they abuse sex, you know, like. Exactly. And a Christian husband and a wife don't, don't forsake the marriage bed. You know, people people right. have used ve their vehicles, their cars and trucks to murder people, but you still use yours to get to work. Right. You know right. what I mean? How far do you take this kind of stuff? Well, and our celebrations, just as you said, Ted, our celebrations are are ultimately a celebration of the victory mm -hmm. of Christ over over the kingdom of darkness and over our culture, the over our um, the ungodliness of our culture. So do you, do you guys want to hear what we do? Yes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I apologize. Yeah, we won't yeah. we won't hear what you do, brother. Well, we don't we, 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 we don't we're 
you know, we're, we're, as all of us, we're, we're a work in progress and, uh, we like, um, I like everything that you guys are, that you guys are doing and we want that our celebrations to continue to grow. But what we're doing now is we have, uh, on the Sunday closest to Halloween, whether before or after we have, a that we have our Sunday meal afterwards. We always have a meal once a month. We move our meal to that Sunday. We have a feast together and that's our Reformation celebration. We call it our Reformation celebration on Halloween. I like to use the word Halloween because of everything we've said. It means holy right. evening. Let, let people know that. <laughs> um, and uh, what we've done over the last three years is every every year we pick a different reformer to just, I briefly teach on him just kind of like what we did in the previous episode, just super, you know, real brief. And then we, we develop a game. Um, so at our, at our, our normal feasts, we don't usually have game. I mean, we have regular people can play basketball or cornhole or whatever at our feast, you know, chess, but at the reformation feast, we usually, we have games that are set up that are, are focused on the reformers that we've covered. And so we have a, we have a Wittenberg door, and the smaller kids can play pin the 95 theses on the, on the Wittenberg door. Nice. <laughs> so it's kind of a, our version of pin the tail on the donkey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they get candy for it. And then um, we have uh, for Calvin, and we did some ex- explanation on this, but for Calvin, we have this year, we're going to switch and we have a, we have be- it's a beanbag toss. And this year we have a cornhole. We'll have a cornhole board for it and you get five bean bags one for each point of calvinism <laughs> and you got to get all five in if you're a four point you get some candy and a little bit of a slant eye <laughs> but, but if you only get three in then you get you have to leave the celebration no. you to, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> you're excommunicated <laughs> yeah, we, we also no. have reformation party games for the kids too like that you got the games too okay yeah. Dif- different oh, ones yeah. than those but yeah so this, so this year we're doing John Knox, and you guys know the story. You, you guys probably heard the story of Knox when he was captured as, as a, and, uh, a French and was a French galley slave on a ship. There was a, a moment in which they were forcing all the, sl- all the Protestant slaves to do homage to Mary, to, the, to an idol of Mary. And uh, the story goes that Knox, whomever, he was already a very well-known and recognized preacher, so the guys are all looking at him and he walks up to the, he, he walks up to the image and bows down like he's going to pay homage to it, but it allowed him to get close enough to grab it and throw it over the side of the ship. <laughs> nice. I love and, it. Uh, and so we have, so we, so for that, we're going, we have a, a, a family that's going to bring their kayak and we actually have, we have five idols. We have idols of our culture that we were setting up and the kids are going to, uh, basically knock the idols knock the idols off the edge of the off the edge of the boat uh for good work so that's yeah and we always yeah like you guys we do we we you know we we'd like to highlight luther and and starting with germany so we always have plus i love german food so Mm -hmm. we always have brats and sauerkraut and then i go and i buy some authentic imported german beer right yeah from germany and um and it's just a fun time. A fun time's had by all. But we want to grow. Um, I I love to hear that you're dancing. We want to get the dancing going. Yeah. And, yeah last you know, night kind of uh, we canceled. We have Bible study every Wednesday night and dinner, 
And uh, this time of the year, we just have dinner and then we go outside in the parking lot and practice uh, our, our Reformation dances. Yeah. And awesome. we actually had some, we had visitors yesterday that came for Bible study and uh, we ate dinner and then we we're like, everyone outside to dance. And they're like, wait, we're what? We're dancing. What? <laughs> so it was their first time, first time visiting and uh, they had to dance with us. So yeah. oh, <laughs> well, I wonderful. bet that left an impression. So <laughs> yeah, you know, they won't yep. forget that. They won't forget yeah. it. Yeah. That's right. But again, um, there's so much, I mean, we could, we could keep going forever on, on this, but there's so much that that teaches our, our kids and, and our people, right. Um, that God, God's, God has given us so many good gifts. Um, and yes, uh, unbelief and sin will always twist those good gifts into something that they're not meant to be and, and what they're not for. Uh, but Christians know what they're for, and we should be we should be the ones out showing the world how to properly use them, how to properly benefit and 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 receive them, uh, and to give God glory for them, um, not not to be reclusive and uh, to sit there and go, oh, ew, pagans touch that, so now we can't have anything to do with it. Um, no, that's that's not uh, what we are to be doing. Um, so, yeah, yeah absolutely. Right, good, good work, stuff, guys. Maybe that's a yeah, good that, that might be a good place to good place for us to end. huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe just to reiterate what Ted said, uh, use wisdom and and your liberty. You know, if uh, dressing up on Halloween uh, troubles your conscience, well, then don't do it. Yeah. Then, right. Just it's OK. But get your church to start celebrating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have a reformation yeah, in some way, and, shape, or form. <laughs> and Jonah, on that, you know, right? Like, and again, this could go into so many different uh topics, but if that is your your conscience, like don't bind other people's conscience to mm -hmm. that. Just just be clear right. and just and just and just don't do it. And if other Christians yeah. do want to do it, then allow for them to do that in their conscience right so this you know what i'm going to dress up as a scottish covenanter this year <laughs> good you know, by the way um i was i was very close to doing john knox as well in our previous uh oh yeah my my son his middle name is knox um so it is he is one of my favorite um reformers and I love a lot of his stories. That's one of my favorite stories of him throwing, you know, throwing that overboard. And and there's so many uh, funny things that that Knox uh, did. So um, anyway, anyway, I, this right, was guys. a great discussion, brothers. Yeah. All right. So, Thank you. Uh, love God and enjoy His gifts. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Sword and Song. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Sword and Song, please share and subscribe. We encourage you to send your comments and questions to swordandsong at protonmail.com. See you next time.